0: Gonna
1: drive. Welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast home of Blue Jays Fans UK, a group connecting Blue Jays fans around the UK and beyond and telling their stories. And now, here's the host of Red, White, and Blue Jays, Steve Hunter.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Red, White and Blue Jays. I'm really, really excited that we finally managed to pin down today's guest. It's been uh, we've had a couple of missed opportunities just because she is so busy. But Crystal, a very warm welcome to the UK and to Red, White and Blue Jays. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Thanks. Good. Thanks so much for finding time in your schedule. I know, you know, with your your business and your family and, and clearly watching the Blue Jays a lot. You are a busy, busy lady, but I really appreciate uh, you spending some time. I, I came across your story a little while ago and there was a few things in there I thought I'd love to, to hear about. So we'll sort of get into some of, uh, some of that in a little while, but just in terms of context, you, you just give us a little bit about yourself, where you are in Canada, uh, how long you've been supporting the Jays, all those sort of things. Just give us a little bit of intro.
1: Okay. So right now I'm currently in Brantford, Ontario, and that's about an hour drive from the GTA. Well, if there was no traffic, ideally (laughs) it would be an hour, but that doesn't happen. So usually about an hour and a half or so it takes me to get to um, a game, but I was born in Mississauga and that's how I fell in love with the Jays because they were local and uh, my, I had all brothers growing up. So all my brothers loved the Jays. My grandfather loved the Jays. Um and then I went to a school and we sang the national anthem before the we got selected to sing the national anthem before the game. Wow, Wow,
0: that's amazing.
1: I wish I had the video, I can't remember, but I know it was either 92 or 93. So it would have been one of the years they won. And I was in grade five. And yeah, that was the first blue jay game I ever went to. So we sang the anthem, and then we all got to stay for the game after. And I was hooked.
0: <laughs> That's a, so great! Great five. What age is that? Just, I'm uh, just trying to work out what that. I would, would have been
1: about, I think, ten or eleven.
0: Okay, yeah. So pl- plenty old enough to remember the moment and and so on. I mean, that what I mean, what was that like? I mean, it, you you presumably had been to see the Jays play before you performed as a choir.
1: No, that was the first. That was time your very ever, first so... time yep that was my first experience ever going to see a game and we watched it on tv lots Um, but that was the first time i had ever gone to a game and honestly like the feeling i get when i walk in today is like that same feeling i got when i walked in there all those years ago and it really does it just it feels like home
0: yeah well funny enough my first visit to see the Jays was in 94 uh so uh, a couple of years after your 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 debut and uh (laughs) yeah i i I mean, I clearly I didn't have the experience you had, but uh, yeah, it, for me, it was just, uh, I will never forget that day. Uh, I, I was hooked and, and obviously coming from the UK, baseball's such a minority sport here. Uh, although I, we know about it, it's not played a great deal. Uh, and just coming coming into Skydome as it was then and uh, still a packed house as just a brilliant, brilliant memory. And so so from those that early experience, were you you were hooked totally and then did you sort of continue to go to watch or was it sort of on tv and then when you, as you came into adult life that you were able to go to a few more games
1: yeah so i ended up going to a few more games as a kid whenever somebody was willing to take me <laughs> my mom wasn't so much into it but yeah I, so i went to a few um as a kid and then i took a little bit of a break i ended up having my own kids and all that kind of stuff so i took a couple of years off and um 2015 I kind of got sucked back in <laughs> I, I, I wonder why <laughs> I know right I I got that feeling again
0: yeah that's amazing yeah. and so, and so as you were growing up then did you play at all uh sort of th- through school years is it something that you know you you enjoyed going out and hitting the ball around and and catching and stuff or, or was it just purely you loved watching it
1: Yeah. I never played for school. I was never a school team member, but, um, family, we always loved getting together and playing games with family and friends and that kind of thing. Um, so definitely I played recreationally (laughs) and, uh, yeah, it was, it's always a lot of fun to play. It's one of those sports that like, you don't have to be great at, but you can still get out there and play.
0: Oh, we love it. We get the mitts out and get a ball out. It's brilliant. You know, we, we live, um, in bournemouth which is uh, on the south coast of england uh, so we've got seven miles of sandy beaches uh, literally um five minute drive from our house uh, it's great just to go down and you know get the bit mitt out and do a bit of catch and stuff it's such a fun fun thing to do with your family isn't it oh yeah especially on the beach that would be amazing <laughs> yeah yeah so if you ever come to the uk come and find us you're more than welcome to come see us so you you're growing up um you're 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 sort of following the team and then let's just go into the 2015 arena did you get to many games did you get to the game how how much did you get to see them in that season I didn't
1: get to any of the games that year in 2015 um I had just had my youngest daughter so I was at home um with her and uh, my husband plays softball and, uh, so he was, he kind of got me hooked. I'm sure he's very sorry that he created a monster now, but, uh, he kind of got me back into it. So I watched a lot at home and then 2016 is when I really started going to games.
0: Yeah. Very good. And, and I've cl- been
1: to lots ha- since then. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure. Yeah. And because in 2016, it was a, another good, another good year, wasn't it? In terms of how the Jays performed and just again, just going slightly short of where we'd hope they might be. Then we had a few lean years in terms of any sort of potential postseason success. And now we're sort of through the pandemic issues as well. How excited are you for our current team?
1: Oh, it's so exciting. Just everything about it is just so magical. And, you know, it was a rough couple of years watching them Break that team apart because the 2016 team was so good. And you know, having to like the Kevin Pilar, he was my all time favorite. And I had tickets to go to the game the day he was traded. And he got traded, and I was like, I can't bring myself together. I can't even go. And it's the only time I've ever wasted a Blue Jays ticket. And it was just, it was hard to see that all kind of get broken down. But over the last, you know, Then we got to see the excitement of them slowly building it up, you know, and for us, um, my lady only um, fan group, um, you know, the way we've treated the team and the way that they've encouraged them has never changed the whole time. Right. So there was a lot of losses, but, you know, we handled it with grace and we seen, you know, you could see the talent was there and it was just a matter of waiting for it, like to all come together And then when the pandemic took baseball away, that was torture. That was like a very long 670 days. And we,
0: you know, the number, that's impressive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was really hard. And then, you know, but again, when they came back last year, I was at that home opener too. And the moment they stepped on the field, it was almost like no time had passed and everything just kind of perfectly aligned the way it was meant to.
0: Sure. Did you, um, did you have a fan cutout at Buffalo?
1: I did. Well, not at Buffalo. No. Okay. I ended up getting one at um, the Roger Center last year, part of the um, MVP thing. They did a cardboard cutout. But yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I, I just behind me is my cardboard cutout, which uh, which they're ah! very, good, very good to send me. They yeah, they they when they did it in in Buffalo, that that was the 2020 season. Uh, they made an offer in terms of. Uh, willing to send it overseas Uh, so I I did it for that year and then the following year when they did it at the Rogers Centre they were only doing it to to Canadian and and American uh, residents so uh, we didn't do it for the second year but I did get that one and actually mine was signed by Anthony Bass as well which was very cool oh that's awesome yeah so I was very pleased by that Uh, so that was
1: cool yeah they really did a lot to you know keep the fans involved during that time you know they really did a lot like they're just from like the organization to the team just like all around they just want to make sure that you know the fans the players everybody is having a good experience.
0: In that uh, pandemic year how did how did you how did your family find watching the Jays from afar uh, not being able to see them in Canada What, what was that experience like for you?
1: It definitely was different But also, it was nice that there was still something that was somewhat familiar, even though they might not have necessarily been at home, at least we still had baseball and baseball was back. And it really helped get through some of those tough times in that pandemic, you know, just having, especially having the ladies group, you know, we all had each other, we had people to rely on the whole time, we had people to count on. So, you know, we never really felt alone, because we always had. The blue Jays, even during the off season, we always have like the blue jays to bring us together. So it, it was hard, but it was nice at the same time. It did make some stronger friendships.
0: Totally. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. In in the a year where so many people were struggling because of lockdowns and all the other things that were going on at that time. I think it brought people together in a way that certainly here that we've not seen before. Um, and I think where you've got a common love in terms of following a sports team uh, I think even even more so it, into 2021 do, were you at the um, return of the Jays to Roger Center for that opening home game yes yes what I was, what was that what was that experience like
1: oh my goodness there was not many dry eyes in the building yeah. <laughs> and like I'm not a crier I know there's no crying in baseball but
0: <laughs> I don't believe it <laughs>
1: there's something about it yeah it was amazing and uh you know to see I think like we heard how much the team missed us we were like yeah okay you probably just missed, you know the comfort your comfort of being home someone and being in your home ballpark but when they came out on the field and like to see how happy they were to be there it was so incredible to see because it was like okay we know we love you and it's just so nice to see that you love us too yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think the thing I reflect on on that particular event was um seeing Charlie Monteo and Bo and you know a couple of the other players in terms of just the emotion on their face at the reception that you guys and even though there was only what 15,000 in the ballpark uh I think just the the relief to be back home uh and I think we I think many people and particularly with this year with everybody knowing that you know the covid rules coming back into Canada from the other teams i think everybody forgets how hard it has been for the jays in terms of living out of suitcases for so long having to cope with playing in dunedin and then obviously buffalo and, and actually having a home game over in in la it's just been remarkable how they've coped with it so to see the joy on their faces and, and the emotion of that that moment was was fantastic
1: it was it was absolutely incredible I was there for all three games and I couldn't talk for about a week after because (laughs) my vocal cords weren't used to that yeah (laughs) absolutely so yeah it took a little bit of relaxing or recuperating after that um, because fans don't fans don't get spring training right We just gotta like hop in it and go
0: (laughs) Yep, straight straight into it absolutely yeah and,
1: and there was a lot of pressure on that team you know a lot of people kind of forget that like a lot of these players were signed in 2019 and up until last weekend, they had never had a home opener in Canada, you know, so it's a lot to take into consideration and to see like how well they've handled that pressure at like, and most of them being so young.
0: Yeah. No, I I I think really cool. Yeah. It has been absolutely cool. How did you respond on the last day of the 2021 season when they didn't quite get over the line?
1: it was. The craziest day because that was the day that I had my first pitch. So, how oh, was it on that day? day?
0: Oh, it was right. the very
1: last game of
0: the season. I had yeah. realized
1: that. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a crazy day full of highs and lows. So, yeah, I yeah. started off with the first pitch and they played amazing. And actually, it was really cool because the Jays let everybody stay and they aired the game on the Jumbotron. Yeah. So then we all kind of watched it like fall apart. (laughs) So it was kind of hard walking out of there, knowing that the season was over and, you know, it was one game that uh, we were shy. So it was definitely an emotional day, but at the same time, we were just so thankful to have baseball back. You know, I would rather go and see them lose or see them not make it, but it was, we had baseball back and things, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully we're going to be better the next season
0: totally so yeah, yeah it was hard realized. to leave though yeah no I'm sure <laughs> sh- uh, no it was it was it, a terribly painful day um and I think I, I actually I <laughs> I phoned into Blair and Barker on that after that game it's the first time I phoned in and um just sort of expressing you know how i <laughs> i was feeling because i i think we can all look back over certain games over that season and think oh we'd only just got that because there's a lot of one one run games that we particularly in the early part of uh, 2021 which seemed to not quite go our way and i think oh, if only one of those had you know to be been a different story but i think i blame
1: the umpires i blame the umpires <laughs> i don't blame our team <laughs> no,
0: I, yeah <laughs> no, totally so uh, obviously then that you know, all eyes focused in terms of the offseason, knowing the CBA was coming around the corner and all that sort of stuff. And it was and it wasn't. What it wasn't to happen? And then obviously we're back into baseball now. So let's just just spend a couple of minutes in terms of opening day for you. What was it like being back at the, the ballpark, particularly with all the new light displays and huge screen and all that stuff? What was that like last Friday yeah. evening?
1: So I I totally wasn't expecting the lights. I had known about the Jumbotron. We've been watching that, so I knew that was coming. I didn't know about the lights, but that totally when they say next level, they definitely went next level. Um and it just made it such a cooler experience, but it honestly felt like a playoff game or a postseason game like the way the crowd was just roaring and everybody was just so happy like it was just so good to see people's faces again and to see people smiling again and then it was awesome i was at two games and they won both those games so i definitely went home happy (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and and, and certainly the first game i mean i think everybody was in a bit of shell shock uh going seven nil down And, uh, you know, we know the offense is great in this, in this lineup. We know it's strong all the way from one to nine, but I think we were all like, I couldn't believe, you know, Brias was taken out so early and suddenly we're going to have to use the bullpen all the way through the game. What, what was that? What was the crowd? I mean, it's certainly watching it on TV here. It sounded like obviously it went a little bit quiet after all the, uh, the amazing opening ceremony then that seven run deficit started to kick in. What was it like actually like watching it?
1: It it was intense. It was definitely intense. Time there always seems to go by so much faster than like when you're at home and you're watching it. So it didn't seem like we were down for that long, you know, like I, we really didn't have that much time to get sad because then boom, right. We were right back in it. And when they called Tio out at the plate and they did the review and, uh, that they changed a little bit too because before they used to have another person announce it. Now the actual ump announces it. So everyone could get like the, he didn't even have to say anything. We could just get, we got ready to see his button and the cloud. They just went nuts because they had replayed it on the jumbo and so many times we all knew. So the way the crowd just went nuts and then you could tell it was like, okay, it's going to be on from here. You can feel it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a great, addition that they're doing with the umpire calling out the because i think it just adds a you know we can hear on the on the tv uh, broadcast in terms of what they're saying but of course you guys sitting in the ballpark don't get any of that benefit uh, so i think and it just brings momentum to it doesn't it and excitement and and all those things and yeah definitely when uh when that was called safe uh just it sounded like the whole place erupted
1: oh yeah everybody went crazy it was just it was so cool. <laughs>
0: Very good. Well, we've got lots to be excited about, and uh, I think uh, you know. Hopefully, by the end of this year, we'll be talking about a postseason run, and uh, and who knows where it's going to go. I think you know it's an exciting team to to be watching, and uh, it's good good time to be a Jays fan. I I want to dive then back into this story of the Lady Jays fan club, and just find out a little bit about how that started um, as i say, i came across your story uh, last year and uh, I, just for the benefit of those who are listening in who may not be aware of it can you just give us a little bit of a backdrop to how that all started and what its hopes and aims are in terms of supporting ladies
1: so it started off um a couple of us were in another we all just randomly met on facebook and we were in a blue jays fan group And, uh, you know, during games, we wanted to chit chat and, you know, talk fun stuff. But at the same time, like we cared about, you know, when the players were having babies and what they were doing in their real life, because, you know, you have to be a good person, not just on the field, right? Like just being a good player doesn't always necessarily make you um, a great team member. And some of the boys in the group just really didn't like that. <laughs> they didn't like that. You know, we looked at them as more than just players and they were all just kind of like stats, 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 stats. And we're like, you know, like these guys are human at the end of the day and it's one loss. We're not going to sit here and cry about it. And um, yeah, we just found that, you know, men could always say what they wanted to say about baseball. But the moment a woman said something about baseball, that's just like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Um. So I was kind of like, I don't like this. And I was like. You know, I'm gonna make my own group, and we're gonna make it ladies only, and we're gonna have fun while we're cheering for the Jays. You know it's not just about numbers. It's not just about them winning the games. Um so I kind of recruited a couple of them and was like, "Hey, what do you think about this idea? If I did this, would you join? And they're like, "Yeah, for sure." So I was like, all right, let's do it." So we started off, and there was like five or six of us, and we left that group and I started the Lady J's fan club, and uh, yeah, from right from the beginning, just it almost feels like all of us were brought together, like for a greater purpose than just baseball. And uh, a couple of us, or a couple of people in the group, just came across tough times. Um, one of the ladies was diagnosed with cancer, and she had just moved to pro- um, at a province, so she didn't have health care. So we got together and we did a GoFundMe account for her. And uh, raised some money for that. And, um, you know, it just it feels good to give back and it feels good to have a greater purpose. And we all connected on that level. So we were like, you know, it's not just going to be about baseball, you know, it's going to be about helping people and just being good people. So um, just because there's so many of us that are the same that, you know, got behind me, we were able to do this kind of thing. So then we just kind of started um, every year at Christmas. We pick a different charity. We all get together. We pool our money together and we'll either buy toys or donate food or donate the money, depending on what's in need. Um, And we get together and we watch every baseball game. So I do like a group chat. In our group, and we chit chat back and forth about the games, and uh, we've done it like every game for the last six years. Yeah, and especially through through the pandemic, I think that really helped. You know, a lot of people because there's a lot of um, single people, a lot of widowed women, you know, who didn't really have anybody, or a lot of moms like me who just kind of need an outlet outside of being, you know, a mom and a wife. And it was nice that we had a place where we could just be ourselves and get together and enjoy baseball, but have another purpose as well, and to be able to give back a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's it's an amazing story uh, from you know just a, a a Facebook group where you're just having as you say four or five of you, uh, and I understand that you're sort of 600 plus members now in, in your group, which is extraordinary. And just for the for the benefit of those listening, what we're going to do now is just watch the video that was put together that I found out about you. And that will give a little bit more context and uh, let's listen to that and uh, we'll come back to you in a moment. I'm Jamie Campbell, here for the TD and Blue Jays MVP Spotlight.
1: We're shining that spotlight on Blue Jays fans who embody the true spirit of the game. And this MVP is a perfect example. An advocate who always pitches in to help those in need. The Lady Jays fan club is a club for people who identify as female, who just want a safe space to enjoy baseball. It started with about like seven or eight girls, and now we're at over 600. There's just some people in the world you just connect with right away. She said, Hi, I'm Crystal, and it's just like we were old souls. We met at one of the games, and it was kind of like a long lost friend. Crystal's just someone that always makes other people feel really amazing about themselves. It started with the love of baseball, but then it just ended up turning into so much more. We all had a love for each other, and we just wanted to be able to give back to the community. We started with a homeless shelter in Toronto, and then we've done some stuff for women's shelters and kids' shelters. Just wanted to be able to make a difference for people that needed it. Her good work even attracted the attention of the Blue Jays' dugout. Hey Crystal, Gavin
0: here. Welcome to the TD and Blue Jays MVP Spotlight. We just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for making baseball a more inclusive environment. What you are doing is truly incredible. For myself, the Blue Jays, and TD, a heartfelt thank you. Keep up the amazing work.
1: Oh, that is awesome, you're welcome. Are you gonna send that to me? Okay. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do any of this by myself. It's because these women have joined me and encouraged me that I'm able to do it. One person sometimes can't do a lot, but when you team up with 600 people, something small
0: turns into something very big. Oh, Crystal, that's an amazing, amazing story. I I love what I love about your group more than it's just about pure baseball in terms of your your friendships and your your fellowship, if you like of the jays but you've turned it into something that is willing to give back into your community and to help those who find themselves in a less secure position in life for whatever reason um do you do you see the outworking working of some of the work that you do in terms of helping people and, and sort of seeing the end of those stories at all Um, absolutely.
1: Um, you know, we've gone in person and we've like actually dished out the meals to people and, you know, for them to be like, oh, wow, a bunch of ladies running a baseball group or is doing this, you know, it's been really cool to see that. And, um, I have two daughters as well, so they've helped me the whole way through. So to see that not only is it helping me and is it helping the ladies in the group, but it's helping the people that we're helping, you know, it's helping my kids as well. And just giving people, you know, a greater sense of, you know, doing something for others. And, you know, a lot of times it doesn't have to be something big and extravagant. You know, the smallest gestures go a long way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How how has been nice to see. Yeah, totally. How, How did the Blue Jays find out about you?
1: One of the ladies in my group nominated me, um, cause we're on there. So, you know, if one of us buys a new t-shirt, we're posting the t-shirt and showing where we got it. And same with when they run all the contests and stuff through the blue Jays, we're always posting like, Hey, ladies jump on this. Um, so one of the ladies in the group seen the MVP, um, n- commercial and she nominated me and they, um, you had to sign a waiver before you could be nominated, so she messaged me and she was like, you know, like this has you written all over it. And I was like, you know, by no means did I ever think I was going to win. So I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. You could sign me up. And, uh, I was like, you know, I'm just one little old person over here, you know, and it, just doing what I feel and what we all feel that we're able to do. And then when they said like, I won, I was like, what <laughs> like, it was just it was just so crazy
0: extraordinary story and of course in winning you got the joy of doing a ceremonial pitch as you said a little bit earlier on the last game of the season how nervous were you for that moment
1: you know what it's weird because I'm always nervous until I get to the Rogers uh sorry correction the dome <laughs> yeah <laughs> until I get there and then something it just always takes it away so I just I had fun with it and I'm a little bit of an oddball I don't know if you've picked up on that yet
0: but <laughs> No not at all not at all Yeah
1: when I got there I said to them like you know is it okay if I have a little fun with this or like do we have to be super serious so leading up to leading up to it you know we have a couple favorite pitchers in the group and we like to watch them when they have fun and stuff so I Narrowed it down to three pitches. I was either going to do it Adam Simber style with the little dance before, or I was going to do the Jordan Romano squat, or I was going to do the um, Robbie Ray tight pant grunt. <laughs> 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 so me and my hubby went up to the ballpark and I practiced all three pitches, and me, the ladies in the group, they all voted. I'm like, all right, which one do you think I should do? And they were all like, yep, Simber. So when I got there, I asked them, can you have fun? They're like, oh, yeah, have fun with it. So I went out on the field and I did the little Adam Simber dance first and threw the ball, and it definitely was not down the middle of the plate. <laughs> 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 I was a little off, and uh, Mesa dug it out. And, uh, yeah, it was just such cool. a cool, cool experience. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, you were very kind enough to send me the uh, clip of you doing your pitch so uh i was going to say to you about the ad, ad simba little uh dance before you threw your your, your ball and it's, uh, i mean i thought you looked like you were having a lot of fun uh as you say and i think it's great isn't it what a what a privilege to have that opportunity and to um to go into it and not be too nervous and, and just yeah lap up the atmosphere of what's going on so yeah fantastic um
1: Yeah, And I think having the best cheerleaders, because my ladies the whole time, they're like, you know, you got this, you got this, you got this. And they're just so encouraging that, you know, they really make you feel. I was like, okay, I got this. They say I got this. I got this. And that's just what the group has been about the entire time. And uh, it's actually kind of funny because just the way, you know, destiny works and the stars align sometimes. So after the game, we a couple of us went out for dinner afterwards and we were walking back to our car and we're walking down the street and all of a sudden Adam Simber like walks right by us
0: no way
1: walks right by us so he was going one way on the street light we were going the other and like Uh by the time it had registered he was like just across the street we had both been on the other side of the street and I yelled I'm like Adam I threw the first pitch today Uh and he stopped and he looked and then we ran over across the street <laughs> and he signed my ball for me. So it was pretty cool that I got the ball signed by him and he That's chatted so with good. us for a bit. And he was just so pleasant about the whole thing. And he was like, Oh, me and the boys, we got a kick out of that one.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, what, so It what was a, like the
1: perfect ending.
0: Uh, Absolutely, I was going to say, particularly after, you know, the, the lack of, Postseason baseball that wasn't wasn't going to happen. Everybody going home in a slightly somber mood uh, to have that to finish off your day. What what a fantastic moment! That's incredible.
1: It was really cool. It's really cool, and that's why we always kind of say, you know, like the baseball gods. Sometimes they just have a plan, and the way things align, and the way our group has come together, and the way like everything has just come about. It just it gives you you know faith sometimes that you know you just got to stick through the tough times, and there's mm. good times ahead. And that as long as you're with the right team, win or lose, it doesn't really
0: matter. Totally. Very good. What, what are your plans for the group this year? Have you got any sort of projects that you're working towards or planning for? So
1: we always do. Um, so Lady J, the other Lady Jays, the real Lady J's, they always do a food drive in July. Um, so we always take part in that. Um, last time we raised about just over $700 worth of food. So we'll definitely be doing the Lady J's food drive in July. And we always do a Christmas event. Uh, we do group games. So we have a group game planned right now for the um, July 2nd, Vladdy and Daddy nice. Bobblehead Day.
0: Yeah, very nice. So
1: a bunch of us will all get together. And it's amazing because some of us have never even met in real life. Others of us, we met at one game and we've gone to hundreds of games to, almost by now. Um So it's cool that every year it seems like, you know, people get a little more comfortable. We get newer fans and they come into the team and they fit in. And, you know, so it makes the experience new every year. Um, So and it's fun. You know, we do Christmas dinners, um, that kind of thing. So it's going to be an exciting year.
0: Yeah, no, fantastic. And do you have any sort of charity that if, you know, somebody wanted to donate something to you uh, to help? With some of the courses that you're doing, is there anywhere that you can sort of get in touch with you? How how would that best work?
1: um Well, they can always join the Lady J's fan club on Facebook and uh keep up with all the latest because we always kind of try to do like a revolving one. Um, you know, because there's so many of us from all over Canada, some all over the world. Um, so we always kind of try to pick different cities. Um, to go around. So yeah, they can always definitely contact me or
0: the. Um, Oh, drawing a blank. The Jay's Care Foundation is also sure.
1: another great place to give back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the work that Jay's Care do is is fantastic. And a good friend of mine, Elizabeth, she, she's one of the sellers at Roger Centre who uh, works uh, for, for them and selling the 50-50 tickets. Uh, so it's, yeah, always good to see some of the work that, uh, that those guys are doing. And as you say, it's right, right across Canada. It's not all based around Toronto or Ontario even it's uh, you know right across the country which is uh, brilliant to see. Uh Crystal I think I think you're doing an amazing job. Uh I mean just uh, for somebody who's watches in from you know from another country and and you know we we hear all the sort of baseball news in terms of the team and all that sort of stuff it absolutely warmed my heart when I heard your story and what you've done and what you're doing in terms of your community. Uh, and particularly, in connecting these ladies together and and, as I say, giving back to to those who are in need around you, I mean an absolute well done from 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 this side of the pond to you uh, I think it's a fantastic story it's, it's thank brilliant. you
1: so much. we really I never thought we would be here, you know, I just thought, okay, it's just gonna be this little group, and you know to see the way that it's all come together. It's like I couldn't have planned that, I couldn't have written that. And, you know, to, I wouldn't, I couldn't have done it alone. So having them behind me and, you know, giving me the encouragement that I need is definitely it's, it's helped me. And they always think that I'm the one helping them, but I'm like, you guys have helped me more than you'll ever know, because it really has given me an identity outside the home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Now, before we let you go, and I'm conscious that you are really pushed for time. With all the guests I've had on, on this pod, we just do a quick fi- fire, last 10 questions, nothing too complicated, but uh love just to get your your answers on these ones if you if you've got the time for it. So who is I, I've been asking who's your favorite player from 2021, but now we're into the new season. We're gonna put that question to bed. So who are you most excited about seeing this year?
1: Most excited about?
0: Yeah. espinal Yes
1: espinal like i know what the other guys can do i we knew espinal could do what he's doing now and it's just nice to see that he might finally have the opportunity yeah to yeah. show what he can really do
0: of course he's he started hot hasn't he uh, you know he's got several rbis already and uh, or several hits sorry or, already and uh, yeah he's definitely proving proving his worth in the team so yeah excited to see him Who, who's your favorite jays player of all time we're going to
1: have to go with Joe Carter.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: That's the one memory as a kid I'll never forget. Touch them all, Joe. I'll remember that forever. <laughs> and then Kevin Pilar.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Pilar slightly behind him. Yeah, that's good. Now, when you're going to, to the Rogers Centre or Sky Dame, what's your favourite baseball food? What would you go for?
1: Well, they used to have a cauliflower poutine. Oh, oh that right. was amazing okay. and it was like so, deep fried cauliflower yeah and had some cheese sauce and stuff on it and it was so good um but covid took that away from us ah. and um so now i'm just gonna have to say with the popcorn you gotta go save with, with the, the popcorn
0: okay so yeah so just go back to your cauliflower poutine so that's presumably does that come with would that come with gravy as well as they would with fries oh. and stuff
1: it was actually a cheese sauce.
0: Oh, cheese sauce. Okay.
1: So yeah, it was kind of a different play on it. Um, you yes. haven't done any of a- Yes. So well, it made you feel like it was healthy because it's cauliflower, but really it was deep fried. So it tasted great with beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. Okay. What what would your favorite drink be with your with your your popcorn now? What would you go for? Rainbow twist. Oh, go on. What's that? It is like
1: um, a cooler, so it's a okay. fruity, grilly beverage. <laughs> and it tastes like, um. I don't know if you have them there, but they're like red, white, and blue popsicles.
0: Okay. Tastes like popsicle. It's delicious. Oh, okay, right. Excellent. I'm going to look that up next time I come. Okay, day game or night game? Night.
1: Friday nights under the lights.
0: Okay, very good. Definitely. Excellent. Favorite Jay's jersey color? baby blue okay you you like that yeah you, you wore that for your your ceremonial pitch didn't you i, I noticed i
1: did and it's lucky <laughs> and Absolutely.
0: the boys seem to be lucky they when
1: yes. they wear the baby blue they always i'm not i'm not gonna say yet but you know
0: <laughs> yeah. it, it, interesting they've not worn they've only worn the whites and the grays so far this this year which i thought oh, that's interesting I'm not even seen the the royal blue um yeah so i i don't know why they've done that but um yeah it's just Interesting. They've only gone for the whites and the grays so far. We'll see what happens tonight. What jersey number would you go for? What What would your eleven? Eleven. Okay, Mister Pilar. Eleven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pilar. Bo's eleven. My daughter was also oh, born was at old. eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, yeah. I just have a thing with eleven.
0: Yeah. No, that's okay. That's good to know. And finally, roof open or roof closed?
1: Open. Oh, but- Definitely
0: night. open. So night game open. That's your absolute preference. Sitting yes, under the CN Tower and lights. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Very good. Brilliant. Crystal, as I say, thank you so much for spending some time. Uh, I really do appreciate in the middle of your day when you're running around trying to do 101 things, just giving me a little bit of time tonight. Been really, really fun to talk to you and to to hear your story. And uh, as I say, if you ever come over to the UK. Please let us know. Love to say hello to you in person.
1: Awesome. Will do. And thanks so much for all that you're doing over there. Do you uh, bring the Blue Jays love?
0: Thank you so much. It's been great. Yeah, no, it's cool. We love doing what we're doing. And it's great to talk to people with all sorts of different stories, all sorts of different backgrounds. And, uh, you know, part of my my heart and passion behind this podcast is actually connecting people together. So I really felt when I saw your story, it had some similar parallels. Uh, in terms of what we're trying to do here. So really appreciate that. And guys, on that note, if you'd like to get in touch with me, please give me a call, drop me a line. Love to chat to you um, and uh, hear some of your Blue Jays stories. But until next time, we'll see you soon. Take care now. Bye, guys.
1: The Red, White and Blue Jays podcast is a production of Blue Jays Fans UK. If you've got a Blue Jays story to share, let us know email us at BlueJaysFansUK at gmail.com and follow along on Twitter and Instagram at BlueJaysFansUK. I'm your announcer, Jim Langton. Thanks for listening.